it's September 8th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories today. The suspect in a stabbing spree in Canada, which left 10 people dead and 19 injured, has died after being captured by police. Miles Sanderson experienced medical distress after the arrest on a motorway in the province of Saskatchewan following a high-speed chase and died later, police say. They gave no details. An unnamed official earlier said that Sanderson died of self-inflicted injuries. Ten victims remain in the hospital. Three are in critical condition. It's not clear what prompted Sunday's mass killings, which encompassed 13 separate crime scenes, and with both suspects dead, were unlikely to get more answers. Shelling resumed near Ukraine's Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, with the warring sides trading blame again on Wednesday, a day after the UN Atomic Watchdog Agency pressed for a safe zone there to prevent a catastrophe. Conditions at the plant have worsened. Because of damage to external power lines from the fighting, the plant is generating electricity only to power safety systems that keep the reactor cores cool and prevent them from melting down, a Ukrainian official said. Any further power disruption could force the plant to use backup diesel generators, requiring four diesel fuel trucks a day to travel through the fighting said Oleg Korakov, Ukraine's acting chief inspector for nuclear and radiation safety. Greece says that Europe risks another Ukraine situation if they don't put an end to Turkey's inflammatory rhetoric towards Athens. Earlier this week, the Greek foreign ministry sent letters to NATO, the UN, and the EU complaining about comments by Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Erdogan has stepped up his rhetoric against Greece in recent days, amid what Ankara sees as a growing military buildup on the Greek Aegean islands, close to Turkey's coastline. In a repeated, thinly-veiled threat, Erdogan said, We can come down suddenly one night when the time comes. They have islands in their possession, they have bases on these islands, If illegitimate threats against us continue based on them, our patience has a limit. Despite being NATO allies, the neighboring countries have been at odds for decades over a number of bilateral disputes, including maritime boundaries, overlapping claims to their continental shelves, and the long-running Cyprus dispute. Turkey is at the center of so many geopolitical issues. It isn't just trying to serve as an honest broker in Ukraine. It's playing an active role in the ongoing conflict in Syria. It has the largest Uyghur population outside of China and is a key crossroads of trade from Asia and Eastern Europe to the rest of the world. We need Turkey to work towards solutions on many of our global problems, but Erdogan refuses to make it easy. There's not much that the U.S. can do to change this state of affairs other than support free and fair elections in Turkey and hope for a better leader in the future. Elsewhere, a malaria vaccine with world-changing potential has been developed by scientists at the University of Oxford. 
The team expects it to be rolled out next year after trials showed up to 80% protection against the deadly disease. Crucially, say the scientists, their vaccine is cheap and they already have a deal to manufacture more than 100 million doses a year. The charity Malaria No More said recent progress meant children dying from malaria could end in our lifetimes. Last year, the World Health Organization gave the historic go-ahead for the first vaccine developed by pharmaceutical giant GSK to be used in Africa. However, the Oxford team claims their approach is more effective and can be manufactured on a greater scale. French magistrates dropped a case against French peacekeepers accused of being complicit in a massacre during Rwanda's genocide. They found nothing that would point to the direct participation of French military forces in abuses committed in refugee camps, nor any complicity in helping or assisting genocide forces, the French public prosecutor's office said in a statement. Survivors accused French troops of deliberately abandoning them to Hutu extremists in the hills of western Rwanda. Prosecutors opened a criminal investigation into possible complicity in crimes against humanity in December 2005. However, the magistrates overseeing the case have opted against proceeding with a trial for the soldiers. India and Japan have said they would strengthen defense cooperation, with New Delhi inviting investment by Japanese industries and both Asian countries planning a joint military drill involving their Air Force fighters. India, like Japan, is bolstering its military to tackle what it sees as increased security threats, including from neighboring China. China claims almost all the energy-rich waters of the South China Sea where it has established military outposts on artificial islands. In the East China Sea, Beijing claims a group of uninhabited Japanese-administered islets. As the two countries met, Russian and Chinese warplanes conducted a joint patrol in the region. Thousands of people in Haiti's capital and other major cities organized new protests on Wednesday to demand safer streets more affordable goods, and the resignation of Prime Minister Ariel Henry. The occasional crack of gunfire mixed with the shouting and clapping of protesters as they marched through streets blocked by rocks, trucks, and burning tires. Haitians have organized a growing number of protests amid an increase in gang-related kidnappings and killings a spike in the prices of basic goods, and a severe lack of fuel amid an inflation rate that has hit 30%. In lighter news, the remains of a female vampire have been unearthed by archaeologists at a cemetery in Poland, researchers announced this week. The Polish researchers came across the remains of a woman with a sickle around her neck and a triangular padlock on her foot at the gravesite in the village of Pien. The farming tool, according to ancient beliefs, was supposed to prevent a deceased person thought to be a vampire from returning from the dead. The research team, led by Professor Darius Polinski of the Nicolaus Copernicus University in Turin, made the unique discovery in late August. 
Such a discovery, especially here in Poland, is astonishing, especially now. Centuries later, Polinski said, pure astonishment. This is not the first such discovery in the country. Archaeologists led by Leslie Gregorica of the University of South Alabama in the United States found six so-called vampire skeletons at a cemetery in northwest Poland in 2014. Poland is kicking off spooky season right. All eyes now turn to Romania and ultimately Transylvania. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find our show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Aram Shabanian from the New Lines Institute about the counterattack going on in Ukraine. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.